Hello, and welcome back to the British Royal Fanatic Podcast. I'm Hayden, your American friend with a passion for British royal history. This week, we are going to be talking about Queen Charlotte, the wife and queen consort to King George III. We've already talked about her previously when we talked about Buckingham Palace. She really loved Buckingham House, as it was known during her lifetime. And actually, during her lifetime, it was known colloquially as the Queen's House because she spent so much time there. But we're not here to talk about where she lived. We're here to talk about who she was or who we think she was. There's been many discussions as of late about Queen Charlotte thanks to the hit show Bridgerton written by Shonda Rhimes. One of the strengths of this show is its use of people of color in Regency-era England. Some people claim it as weirdly historically inaccurate, but me, along with other people, think it's wonderful and great, and it offers wonderful commentary into history and race relations at the time. But why is it so big? Why is it so controversial? Well, the character of Queen Charlotte is portrayed by a black woman, and this raises a lot of questions about the royal family's genealogy. Why is the character of Queen Charlotte being played by a black woman? History has presented her as white. But when you actually dig a little deeper, that may not actually be the case. Was Queen Charlotte actually black? It can get a little confusing, but stick around and I hope to make it all make a little more sense. So for today's episode, my sources are a wonderful article written by the Washington Post by by Denine L. Brown. And I checked around Wikipedia a lot because it was readily available, but also National Geographic as well. So Queen Charlotte, what do we know about Queen Charlotte? Well, she came to England as a young princess who barely spoke English, who really couldn't understand English at all. And married uh, King George III after only being in England and getting to know him for six hours. It was very quick. They seemed to have a happy marriage until the king started to lose his mental facilities. But that's not the point. That's not what we're here for. Where did Queen Charlotte come from? Well, she came from an area known as Mecklesburg-Streitzig. Now, Mecklesburg-Streitzig was a a duchy that got then in the 19th century turned into a grand duchy that got absorbed into the German Empire. But when I say duchy, it was run by a duke. So her father, the Duke of Mecklenburg-Streitzig, it's in the northern area of Germany, but in this time in the 18th century, Germany was not unified. The area we know as Germany and the area that we know of as Austria was not unified, and it was these little duchies and principalities and papal states. It wasn't unified. We didn't see unification of Germany until later in the 19th century. So while she spoke German, she was from the area of Mecklenburg-Streitzig. 
we need to think about her genealogy. Where did she come from? So while this is in the 18th century, we need to cycle back through her family all the way back to the 13th century. Historian Mario de Valdez e Colcom, he puts up a really good argument as to where her genealogy came from and why historians are beginning to accept that Queen Charlotte was actually a person of color. De Valdez argues that she is directly descended from a black branch of the Portuguese royal family and from the illegitimate son of King Alfonso III and one of his cocu- uh, concubines, Aurana. The story goes, and I'm and I'm summarizing here. In the 13th century, there was a lot of war happening in Portugal, and Alfonso III conquered a little town named Faro from the Moors. He conquered this town from them, and the Moors began to move into mainland Europe. What is a Moor? What do we know as a Moor? The term Moor in history has, the definition has changed many, many times, but the actual term Moor represents the Muslim areas in Spain, the Europeans of African descent and others from other centuries. So it was people of color. It's quite a very broad term that, but one thing to point out is it doesn't describe a specific ethnicity or race. It instead just describing a region. So Alfonso III conquers this town from the Moors and he goes to the governor and says, hey, I like one of your daughters. I want one of your daughters to be my lover. And with her, with her Alfonso III had three children. Now, one of those sons, Martin Alfonso, marries into the noble D'Souza family, and they had black ancestry in them as well. So not only from the from Alfonso III and his concubine, but the child that resulted from that relationship married into a family that already had black heritage. And from my research, it looked as if it was on her father's side, but I could be wrong. That's where her African roots comes from, is through her lineage. One of her great, 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 great grandfathers was Martin Alfonso, who married into the noble D'Souza family, who already had black ancestry. Alfonso himself was already of um, was already a mixed child. So now we have this African lineage already in Queen Charlotte's genealogy. It's already there. There was a lot of commentary of the time, especially by Sir Walter Scott, regarded not only Queen Charlotte, but her other siblings and those in the house of Mecklenburg-Streitzig as this, this is a quote from him. Ill-colored, with black eyes, hook noses. They didn't look like average everyday people, at least at the time what they thought. In the British colonies, um, Queen Charlotte was honored by other African Americans and uh, people in the black community because her portraits and her likeness on coins was convincing enough that she was of African descent. And in some official portraits of Charlotte, uh, Valdez um, 
argues and presents that her features are visibly African, according to him. Now, this this idea of Queen Charlotte being black in terms of royal history is not anything new. In fact, in the 90s was when this discovery was made. And it was published in, first in 1999 in the London Sunday Times that Queen Elizabeth has black ancestry through Queen Charlotte. You know, Queen Charlotte has this Portuguese, um, Portuguese royal family from a mixed race of the royal Portuguese family. And from what critics and historians have dug, they've the royal family hasn't actually commented on it. They've Historians have, it's been discussed many, many times. It's back in the news again with Bridgerton. This is a quote from that Times article from the 90s saying, quote, The connection has been rumored but never proven. The royal family has hidden credentials that make its members appropriate leaders of Britain's multicultural society. It has black and mixed race royal ancestors who have never fully been publicly acknowledged. An American genealogist has established that Queen Charlotte, the wife of George III, was directly descended from the illegitimate son of an African mistress in the Portuguese royal house. At the time, this was groundbreaking research. We've talked about how the royal family has been criticized a lot for being of German descent, but it's they haven't publicly acknowledged this African descent. And no matter how concrete historians have, who knows if the royal family will actually acknowledge it. It's very remote. It's very small when thinking of the grand scheme of the royal family, but it is there. When Shonda Rhimes chose to cast the character of Queen Charlotte in Bridgerton, it was not simply to go in line with uh, more social pressures of colorblind casting. It was a deliberate choice that is in line with history. Queen Charlotte was mixed race. She was a person of color. She has this in her in her heritage, in her lineage, descending from a branch of the Portuguese royal family that had African roots, and more of her family had African roots. The commentary provided in Bridgerton about this, having the Queen of England be a person of color, especially in the 18th and 19th centuries when... <laughs> history was not kind to people of color speaks miles and in some ways is what Bridgerton got right. The fact that it took a long time for people to acknowledge their queen being a person of color and that it's such a big milestone for them at the time in some ways holds some truth even if the show in other aspects is historically inaccurate. What do you guys think? They've done the research. I did a moderate retelling of it. But what do you think of this? Queen Charlotte being a person of color, what do you think? Do you think history's been unkind to try to wash it away? Should the royal family acknowledge that Queen Charlotte is a person of color? Or do you think they ever will? Let me know. I would really love to hear your opinions on this. I was first really, really shocked at how I was presented as one idea of Queen Charlotte, but in reality, there's a completely different side to it that I didn't know about. Thank you for stopping by and spending time with me on your Monday or whenever you listen to this. If you have any questions about my research, if you'd like to get a hold of me, I have an email 
britishroyalfanpod at gmail.com. You can let me know any topics you'd like me to cover in future episodes. Let me know how I'm doing so I can improve this podcast for you as best I can. I have a Twitter, at fanatic underscore royal. That's where I, I try to interact with all of you as best I can as our family slowly continues to grow. You can find me on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever po- you are listening to this. I upload and I release new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Tune in this Thursday as we continue our series into royal residences. And as always, rate, review, subscribe, share, let me know how I'm doing, and have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you in the next one.